0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of facts versus rhetoric thank you very much for joining us today i still can't believe how we got here right and every time i reflect on the last two and a half years i am continuously just blown away by the safeguards that failed the things that people were believing and fed without any evidence It's just it's mind boggling, right? Without question, many people accepted bad ideas based on falsehoods, which further emboldened people to, you know, just dig in their heels and feel that they were right, right? Without any friggin' evidence, they were told through endless repetition, the shot is good, the unvaccinated are dangerous. We're all in this together. You did your part, but those other people who didn't are selfish, you know, add in the Shutting down of opposing ideas, not allowing any questions, denying all requests for evidence created a lot of momentum in one direction. Just like that snowball rolling down the hill, it's getting bigger and bigger and going faster and faster. And that's, that's the dangerous part of the consensus, right? On the first episode, my pilot episode where I just, after a few white claws, started talking into my iPhone, I was trying to point out how dangerous it was when everyone buys into a scientific consensus without doing any of the actual scientific work that's required. It just has never ended well in history, and there's no difference in, in today's case. You know, millions of people fell victim to this safe and effective narrative, millions of people felt so righteous, millions of people were willing and, and able to just to die on this safe and effective hill. Oh, Nick, it's been established that this was a bad idea. It, it was, but there's another part of this that's really bugging me, and it's just, it's just as dangerous, right? Because everyone was so convinced they were right the politicians, the doctors, your family members, everybody, right? No one appears to be willing to admit. That mate they were wrong or say sorry or take responsibility for their actions. And far from it, right? Everyone is just kind of doubling down because they're desperate. You know, a good example is the, you know, look at, look at the United Kingdom. They developed this AstraZeneca vaccine for queen and country, right? They're very patriotic over there. And they had the best minds at Oxford University develop this vaccine for their country. It was devoid of the profit motive, just people helping people, right? But the UK stopped using AstraZeneca because of the adverse effects. Now, did they announce it to the masses? Did they apologize? Did they offer people guidance on what to do now? No, they just stopped giving it out without saying a word about it. Sorry mate, the AstraZeneca is not available. Cheers. You know, in in the US, everyone's scrambling to cover their ass. You got the Department of Homeland Security classified people who question the COVID narrative as domestic terrorists. They tried to formulate a misinformation board, a ministry of truth, the censorship and the collusion with big tech to silence any dissenting voices on the narrative. It's just all examples of what happens when you roll with a consensus, it proves not to be true, and then this is the lengths people have to go admitting they made a mistake or they were wrong. Like, think how insane this is. Look at what they're doing just to get out of fucking saying we fucked up. You know, instead of any acknowledgement of a mistake, instead of accepting any responsibility, they're just still trying to sell you a booster. And I don't expect the drug companies who are making billions and billions of liability-free dollars to admit their mistake and take responsibility. I do, naively, in some fantasy world that I like to think we may get to someday, I do expect our elected officials, I don't know whose job it is to serve the people that elected them, I do expect the journalists to have a shred of fucking integrity and start using their platform to help heal the country by admitting they made a mistake by pushing this narrative that was wrong. I do expect the medical community to wake the fuck up and admit that they were pressured into mass injections, right? Just doing your job is not an excuse for what has happened, but I would like to see some admission of some wrongdoing. It's easy because they all have a scapegoat. They can all come out and say, hey, the FDA, the CDC, the WHO, the HHS, the medical boards, the hospital administration, whatever your boss is, wherever you got your marching orders from, you can just blame it on them. Hey, we were just following orders. Like even though that excuse is such bullshit, they could use it and they're still not. They should have known better. Well, Nick, you can't say that. How how do you know that they should have known better? Well, think about this. I knew better, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not a medical professional, I'm not a scientist. So if I, a bald father or two truck driver who loves Led Zeppelin, who didn't even get through two years of college, if I knew it was the wrong treatment and the wrong approach, sorry, someone who graduated college, went to medical school, did their residency, took a Hippocratic Oath to do no harm, they certainly fucking knew it was wrong too. But they chose their career over their patients. And the demonizing of the ones that questioned also aided them in this cognitive dissonance. Like, how dare you question me? I am a doctor and you're just a anti-vax science denying commoner. You know, I saw the disdain in their eyes. I saw the contempt in their eyes. I heard the contempt in their fucking voices. I saw that. How dare you question me? I have initials after my name look in their eyes every time I asked a question or told them that their reasons were not good enough. They weren't presenting enough evidence, a compelling argument for me to do something that I needed evidence to do. And that would be to take a medical risk with my body. The point I'm trying to make is no matter how bad you mess up, no matter how wrong you are, there's not going to be any progress or lessons learned if you don't admit the mistake and take fucking responsibility. You know, the politicians have a responsibility to the people. The doctors have a responsibility to their patients. You're in charge. You have power. You get paid a lot of money because of those things. With the power and the responsibility comes a lot of compensation. You know, when you hire someone in the trades, you're, you're paying for their experience and their expertise. You're not paying for their time. Does that make sense? The whole point of having these experts, is to get things right. And if they don't admit what they don't know, then what's the point of having them? You know, these government agencies and these think tanks, they're always wrong. And when they're wrong, they just say, well, you know, there was no way to see that coming. Yeah, it was, you know, a hundred year flood. Like the Federal Reserve. They were wrong on inflation, but then they'll say, well, you know, there's no way to predict that or no one saw this coming. Well, First of all, that's BS. There is a way to predict what will happen. If we don't do anything to fight inflation, inflation will not fight itself. That's fucking obvious. And second of all, no one saw this coming? Uh, yeah, they did. And if that's your answer, like, how could we have known? Then what is the point of your fucking agency? What are you doing here? What is the point of your view, of you? <laughs> right? If you're supposed to be the experts, if you're the Federal Reserve is supposed to be comprised of the most the most badass economists we have, the smartest minds in the world go to the, the biggest, most powerful bank in the world, yet they can't tell you what I can tell you just by having a basic grasp of economics, then what the fuck are we doing here? If those in charge don't admit they were wrong or take responsibility, we will never learn the lesson. I tell my kids all the time, hey, when you mess up, it's only a mistake if you don't learn a lesson. You know, don't do it again. Learn it, no one died, so you you have a valuable opportunity to learn something and be better next time. You know, we need to apply that same standard to those who guide us, you know, whose job it is to advise us, to see things coming around the corner. If no one admits a mistake or takes responsibility, then there's no lesson to be learned, right? The debate will just go unsettled and it'll be debated to eternity. You know, on purpose, right? To avoid anyone taking responsibility. And the most dangerous part of not learning the lesson and not taking responsibility, it makes it possible for it to happen again. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. That whole saying is based around learning that lesson the first time. All right, you got me once. Now it's my job to learn the lesson for the next time. And if you get me again, that shit's on me. Can you even wrap your head around what it would be like if they did do the right thing? Like if you woke up tomorrow to this press conference and up on the stage is the president of the United States and our Lord and Savior, Dr. Fauci. And it's like, Mr. President, Mr. President, uh, you just said the pandemic is over. And he just looks at the camera and goes, yeah, it turned out I let my donors dictate policy that jeopardized your safety. You know, because I've taken more money from the pharmaceutical industry than any other politician. And that money was able to influence me, end of quote, repeat the line. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, why are you retiring? Well, since 1986, I've been obsessed with germ theory and realized early on that the real money is in selling drugs. don't actually solve the root cause of the problem but allow people to live with their ailments while i make millions in drug royalties and patents off of taxpayer funded research do you realize how dangerous this is like how much of a conflict of interest this is i'm appointed i'm not even elected and i'm given billions of dollars of taxpayer money every year to not improve public health in fact public health has declined since i took office we are Unhealthier as a result. People, wake up. The government can't fix your problems. They make them worse. I can get up, lie to the American people right to their faces, flip flop on my guidance, lie to Congress, and I pay no price for any of it. Again, I'm not elected. What are you going to do? How are you going to hold me accountable? Also, sidebar, I can't believe you're still listening to me. I've been wrong about everything I've said. When will you realize it's up to you to keep track of the scoreboard? Why do you think Nick talks about it? Think about it. The people in charge have been wrong at every turn. Academia has been captured. The medical journals that your precious gold standard peer-reviewed journals have been captured. Big Pharma Lobby spends double the oil and gas lobby. Where do you think that money goes? What are they buying? They're buying the safe and effective narrative. Everyone that took the shots will be a Big Pharma customer for life. We're able to do this because most of you are lazy. You watch the mainstream media, you use Google, Facebook, Twitter for your research. You're going to see what we want you to see. All the people we told you who were dangerous, the Dr. Pierre Corys, the Ralph Barracks, the Jessica Roses, the Peter McCullough's, all those people were dangerous, but not to you. They were dangerous to our narrative. Can you imagine if Fauci just told the truth and said that shit? In the description... Take a look at the first White Coat Summit. This aired on July 27th, 2020. You know, these brave doctors spoke out at the fucking beginning as soon as they saw what was going on. And they were right. And they're certainly proven more right now with this two years of the scoreboard. Can you imagine if they told you the truth? I mean, they won't, so don't wait for it. So you might want to consider listening to the people who were proven right. The people with no financial incentives to stick their neck out. The ones that stuck their neck out despite losing their money and losing family members. Do you know 30% of the doctors and nurses left their profession over this? I know they don't report that, but 30% of the doctors and nurses were like, fuck this shit. It's a system's broken and I'm not harming people. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather pay attention to what someone has to say if they are using integrity and ethics as their motivation and not money. And as I'm ranting here, something just hit me. I can't believe that people would believe that a scientist or a doctor is spreading mis, dis, or malinformation. And then just immediately dismiss them because they were told that. But that same person won't even consider the more obvious possibility that those with financial incentive would be the purveyors of the mis, dis, and malinformation right? To sell you a product and a profit off you. And furthermore, those people with the profit motive are given the benefit of the doubt over doctors. That is insane when When I think about it like that. So you have Peter McCullough, right? One of our country's best cardiologists, the most published doctor in his field, who was warning us about myocarditis risks from these vaccines, the dangers of the covid treating protocol, and he was advocating for early treatment. So this guy actually treated COVID patients. His motives were to help treat people properly and early with repurposed drugs that work, you know, do no harm. He was trying to warn people. So we instantly labeled him as a spreader of misinformation. And we chose to believe Lord St. Fauci who is an unelected bureaucrat, has spent 36 years in government, has a horrible track record on public health, has flip-flopped the science to fit the political narrative. He profits off of drug royalties, such as remdesivir. You ever heard of that drug? He has financial interest in the only approved drug for COVID. Do you think that's a fucking coincidence? yet we just dismissed the doctor who cares about people who every time he fucking opens his mouth it's always in the interest of the patient and we chose to believe a government bureaucrat with severe conflicts of interest isn't that insane (laughs) right like i bet if you asked anyone in like 2019 hey who are you more willing to trust Uh, On this side, you have the most published doctor in his field with over 1,000 publications and over 600 citations in the National Library of Medicine. You know, the guy who sounds like he cares about people, people's health every time he opens his mouth. And his goal is always helping people. Or would you trust this other guy, an unelected bureaucrat who is the highest paid federal employee, who has survived seven administrations over 36 plus years, has made public health worse since starting and has never treated not one single fucking COVID patient. I'm betting people would side with the doctor, and not the politician. But it's the fears, the lies, the censorship, the isolation, the tyranny, the corruption, the fascism, all of that shit made people choose the wrong person to trust. The people who are motivated by love, truth, and science don't have a lobby. Right, Big Pharma has the biggest lobby in 2021. They spent over $357 million to 571 different clients. They employ 1,745 lobbyists, which 59% of those are former government employees. So, just to put a bow on this, you chose the Big Pharma lobby over the people who love and care about you, you chose Big Pharma. Over the medical professionals who risk their careers and their livelihoods to speak the truth, to try to help you. Yikes. It's important to get your head around this because we cannot let this happen again. Because there will be something else coming. There will be another attempt. You don't spend $350 million a year for nothing. I'm going to leave you today with a quote from Benjamin Rush. This is General George Washington's doctor. He said, quote, unless we put medical freedom into the Constitution, the time will come when medicine will organize into an undercover dictatorship to restrict the art of healing to one class of men and deny equal privileges to the other. The Constitution of this republic should make special privilege for medical freedom as well as religious freedom. My condition was